Hello, this is Henry, the podcast uh, Understanding Elon Musk, and today I want to talk about uh, uh, Chat uh, GDP from OpenAI. Uh, uh, it is hitting the news, every podcast, every news uh, uh, television, Bangumi uh, we uh, call broadcast is talking about Chat uh, GDP. Uh, even Bloomberg is uh, asking. Uh, <laughs> financial advice <laughs> people are using it to build indicators uh, programming people are afraid that programmers will uh, lose their job because of uh, of this software AI uh, I'm, I also tested it uh, at my channel I'm always also uh, looking uh, at building indicators for financial uh, prediction so uh, I'm amazed uh, my uh, old request at Google was that they uh, build a translator for uh, a builder for uh, software, uh, social source code generation. So you have a question and uh, for example you have uh, Python and you want to translate it in Java. I, I will have tested, I must test it. Uh, if that is possible with the GDP, maybe I will make later a clip it and add it uh, between here. So uh, you can see the test. So now I will do the test. And now I'm back. So. Uh, I don't know uh, what the result is because I will uh, add this later in the video. But uh, Chat DTP uh, will it change uh, the world? Will a lot of people uh, lose their job? Uh, will uh, Google have a problem for search because it is a better search? Uh, Microsoft is throwing money against it, wants to build it into uh, Blink, their, their search engine. A uh, lot of uh, ideas, a lot of uh, investment, a lot of panic in the market. Investors also thinking, okay, if you use this as an API, you can build new applications for all kinds of uh, uh, mobile application or work can be done with this uh, uh, with this tool. For example, uh, essays. Uh, you see sometimes I always have these YouTube uh, commercials about uh, spell checkers. Hey, uh, you don't need a spell checker. You just type in what you want the essay about, and it generates itself. Copy paste set. It is unique. Copy paste it. Just check it. Change it a little bit. Make some. Uh, spelling errors in it and uh, send it to your professor because a perfect 10 is uh, superstitious little big uh, 7 or eight, po uh, 8 out of 10 is good enough and you're done to the day so your homework can be done in 5 minutes these days uh, let AI do it so uh, yes uh, this is a problem for education this is a problem for, for workplaces and uh, for programming and other things but it is also an advantage for uh, companies and for government and for all other kinds of things. So let's uh, sp uh, split this uh, talk about in two things, the disadvantages and the advantages. Uh, I think uh, let's talk with the disadvantages because that is the most close to the people looking at the channel or uh, what the effect is on, uh, on these people. Uh, so let's start with um, uh, three levels. Uh, I think the higher level is the, the management level and the CEO and business level with the middle level that are the workers uh, in offices and then the lower uh, level and that are the people working in factories or driving cars or doing all kinds of things. So uh, GTP and its technology, listen, what kind of effect have this uh, for these jobs? So start at the lowest place, uh, the people that are doing the work with their hand, uh, must they be afraid of GTP? Mm, you would think no, because GTP uh, cannot walk out and uh, deliver a package or drive a car yet or uh, build a, a house or something. So that GDP uh, looks like no influence. 
Is this true? Think, 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 think. Ellen is thinking. But yes, of course. Why? If it can pro, it can create programs. Why does it? Can it make designs? Ask it to build your shoe. Hmm, probably it can. So it can make it software for cat design. Probably it can. If it has cat design, can it then make a 3D printer software to make the cat design? Uh, probably could. So what? Yes. If you make a 3D printer, label making things with your hands will be obsolete. You ask GTTP, uh, I need a, a cup holder. Some people he will make oh well make a cup holder from the wood. No, GDP is a cup holder. What is the cup? He sees it on the video, take the measurement, make a 3D cut, a free cut, make a design, send it to uh, to your 3D printer or to uh, somewhere in the internet where they have a 3D printer. Print out the design for your cup, send it, order it uh, uh, for you, send it to uh, the next day to your house, and the next day you have the cup holder. GTTP. No labor at all. No, we can send. This is possible. So, what can you do? What can you 3D print? These days you can 3D print houses. They are busy with it. All kinds of things. Uh, cup holders, cups, all kinds of small stuff in the round the house that breaks. Plastic things you can all uh, uh, make with the 3D printer. Uh, I see also pet bottles. You can shave it off. You make a long like a wire from plastic from the pet bottle, feed that in a 3D printer, you print out something you need from that plastic, so you recycle at home. Pet bottle recycled at home with a 3D printer. So you have 10 pet bottles, you need a cap on top of the, for your pet bottle, you, three, three, uh, you take a pet bottle, you grind it down with a machine, you can also 3D print <laughs> to a wire, the wire you feed into your 3D printer, and you make the cup, uh, the, the, the thing you want with your 3D printer and you recycle the bottle at home. Don't have to send it to Africa where it is recycled or to a factory uh, 10 kilometers or 100 kilometers away from your home to recycle the plastic. You directly recycle it at home. That's a good idea. So, yes, the manual jobs, small jobs. Uh, we have here in Japan Hakuen shop where you can buy all kinds of things like a uh, hashi, that is the Chop chicks holder, uh, 3D printed, it's from a pet bottle. You normally throw away the pet bottle, make a wire from it, make a nice design, uh, let the artistical influence from chat, uh, chatbot make a nice design for, uh, for a uh, uh, chopstick holder, print it out in plastic, and you have a nice, uh, this evening, a nice, uh, nice, uh, nice thing at uh, dinner. Look, uh, chatbot made that today. Oh, nice, nice. And uh, I got rid of the, the two bad bottles. Uh, you don't have to throw it away. So this is the future. So all these small things now come from China or from uh, the low-producing countries will all be not needed. So that has a big influence on uh, on the labor market uh, for these uh, cheap countries to cheap uh, produce things. Uh, yeah, and uh, is it chatbot will make it easier because. It can design it directly. Uh, now if somebody has to design it, you have to ask it, you have to design it, there's all kinds of work. But all these steps from uh, ID, you just write down what you want. It makes fi five designs, you choose one, produce one, it converts it, send it to the printer, orders it uh, or what, or at home. 
all these steps, these middle steps you have to do manual, the, it, this AI chip, uh, uh, chatbot can do. That is possible now. Same way, so that is the, the low and uh, cars, uh, self-driving cars. That will be a job for Mr. Elon Musk. That will be near. And uh, I think he has to ask a chatbot how to uh, to uh, improve the design of his uh, dojo. Or maybe ask to design the car to improve uh, the production things with chatbot. I think he can maybe already, or he's already using an, an AI. If he feeds in all the specifications of the factories and the cars what to, to make to, to a chatbot like, a, like an AI, the AI can optimize the fabric much better than any human can. Of course, human has some, some sometimes uh, out of the box ideas. Use that also, but uh, with the new factories, let an AI put all these parameters in an AI system and let optimize, uh, let it be optimized by uh, by uh, by an AI of a machine learning system. I think you can get maybe some surprise results, and uh, it will uh, reduce the number of people working in a factory and uh, uh, increase the margin and effectively lower the cost even more of uh, all the things he's producing, especially rockets that are very expensive, cars and satellites. I think uh, if you use AI to help with design and production of it, I think you will have a uh, much better uh, uh, efficiency of uh, manpower. So uh, there will be a lot of people in those small jobs, hand jobs uh, going away with 3D printers. That will be the robot for uh, manual labor. I think in the future, why build a robot if you can 2D print it? Uh, why shave off uh, a piece of, uh, why make with a robot hand, two robot hands and a face, an old robot, make a, 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 a cop if you can 3D print it? So don't, need, don't use the robot to make a cop, 3D print it. So 3D printers, investment has to be much bigger. Uh, maybe Tesla can uh, also 3D print some things if they are not already doing it. Uh, so 3D printers in combination with AI, I think you will have very uh, strong uh, 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 synergy between those two things to replace labor force. Uh, why, uh, why make it, shave it, uh, burn it, or, or what else uh, you have to do, you just reprint it. Of course, cooking and other things, you still need humans, so uh, food will improve around the house maybe, because you have more time to spend uh, making food and all kinds of other uh, things. Uh, around the house, uh, so you, the human uh, intention uh, for the people that are at home, they can focus more on the quality and not on the on the, the variety of jobs. I do a lot of jobs, I have t uh, two dogs, one cat, I make all the food, I shop, I, I write books, I make videos, I make podcasts, I do IDs, I make electronic designs, I make uh, a whole uh, gardening, I, do, I make uh, solar panel, uh, electricity wires in the house, all kinds of stuff. So if I could close my for five five times, I still would be crazy uh, busy around the house and uh, with other jobs. So if I would have a tool for uh, for uh, for helping me, uh, it would be amazing. I see some uh, movement in the market. Let me uh, react on that. There are some things here in Japan uh, moving around, so I have to be uh, aware of that. POG has some uh, some plans uh, today to to do some some manipulation of the yen probably so so uh, let's continue so I think the the 3D printer 
will uh, in combination with an AI uh, will uh, will have a, a, a big impact on the on the labor market. Uh, Self-driving driving uh, that is something for Elon Musk. Uh, maybe takes three or four years, and uh, in combination with the 3D printer and combination with uh, a, a simple robot to move things around, I think uh, maybe. 40%, 35% of jobs will be, be gone. A lot of jobs are driving jobs, so that will be replaced. If you have a robot uh, uh, behind it to unload and load, like the garbage collecting can be done by a robot with a uh, robot car. Uh, you can then uh, uh, take the garbage, you can separate it, get the pet bottles out, <laughs> use for TD printers or something, make more robots. Yeah, yeah. You never know, uh, make robots from garbage. Uh, something like that. Uh, so that there is some things there. If you really think, and some, uh, I think some companies and some entrepreneur, uh, some people will think of these uh, uh, these things you can do in the future. And uh, so there was enough work at, at that end, and uh, the, the labor will be less, but I think uh, the quality will be bigger. And that is the the, the end result of this innovation. People will uh, have more quality products and more. Uh, things that are more efficient and better uh, than they have cheap stuff or not economical or not uh, uh, climb uh, not not green stuff. There can be more attention to the product itself and how it is produced uh, and not the cheapest option. Uh, what is now often. Let's go to the next level, and that level is the manager level. Oh, I see here. So it's still moving. Uh, get some more. Uh, so uh, the manager level, what uh, what can we expect there? Uh, I expect uh, a big change. Uh, we already have uh, expert systems uh, uh, for uh, for computer systems uh, like uh, Salesforce. Uh, so you can automate some decision making for managers. So for managers, will be it's now already uh, easier to make decisions. They get these uh, these uh, dashboards. Where they're also stick so they just have to look if everything is in the green. The project goes out. If there is one red or orange, they have to pay attention. But all these uh, checking of these things that they previously had to do, or the secretary had to do, or somebody else below them have to do, are already automated or will be automated soon. And they are just there for the decision making. Uh, what I think uh, about this decision making, uh, AI can make even better decision as a human. Because it is more honest, uh, the matter of, of course how you program it. But I think uh, for the people working below these managers, it is uh, of course uh, uh, very important uh, the social contact, and uh, that is uh, one thing that is uh, changed uh, over the years in, in companies. Social contact between the layer, uh, the, the working class, and the management class. Uh, of course, with this innovation, the working class will be less, 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 less because uh, a lot of the jobs that normally can uh, were done by by 100 people are now maybe done by 20 people because of the high end of uh, automatization. Especially if you look at the, the the financial world and the and the banking world, I think you, there the reduction of the the jobs is can be uh, enormous. And also for other office works, uh, just think call center, help desk centers. They can uh, automate with these chatbots uh, maybe 90% uh, or maybe 85% uh, because uh, if you work at the help desk or support center, the main thing is what you're doing, you're following, you're following a script book 
and at the end you send it to uh, to a real person for help and that is only five percent and even then if you're there at the five percent fifty percent or seventy percent is still easy you can still use uh, an AI chatbot to solve that problem and only the last maybe five or maybe between five and five percent the last five percent of every call is really a problem it must make made uh, a bug uh, for it and has to be resolved by a human so only the last step of a human intervention that is what is will picked up at those jobs so in reality for management they will see an enormous decreasement of people under them uh, here in japan and asia it is not liked because the more people are under you the more status you have as a manager so they have to adjust to that but i think they also have to adjust that their colleagues of managers will also diminish by these uh, expert systems and ais uh, i think in the end uh, we will see uh, the same as uh, what we see uh, at Elon Musk companies uh, i think uh, we will have uh, companies uh, with a, uh, an owner a manager the owner and a few managers for uh, for uh, reporting the, uh, the underlayer uh, what's going on in the company and uh, the rest is all automated i think uh, in the future a company a, a very big company can be run by a few managers and uh, all automated and uh, the labor force can even be bigger than before but I think we will see a demise in labor force so at the end we will see companies will stay uh, will decrease enormously in uh, employees but they can do uh, 10 times more than before so uh, the overhead will be smaller the profit will be bigger so uh, I hope that will lead to a lower price of the services so services will decrease enormously in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in 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 cost, and that will increase the the quality of life. Because if things get cheaper to get help, people will ask help uh, quicker, and that will make life easier. And uh, so uh, for uh, these companies that work in the service uh, service area, uh, their cost will uh, they will become cheaper, and there will be more uh, competition because I think people will split off and easy to make a company like this because if you use these AIs you just need an initial uh, startup uh, uh, money to build uh, build out uh, the hardware and then uh, hire some people to oversee it and then you can run the, the service and uh, this service can be very cheap because uh, if you can get the initial uh, investment uh, out out of there very quickly uh, by an IPO or something or something else by an, uh, by a system by something you, you think of then uh, the service almost can run for free and I think we will see that in the future I think we will see more services free that now are paid for so the, the quality will be better management will be much lower than now this will be a problem for people with a big ego the, the, uh, the people that are educated highly for, for manager and for, for business leader they will, uh, they will disappear just as a leader of a manager man management task this management will be all done automatically. Leader is something different. Uh, that is the next talk. So for management, it will be probably the one of the beginning of the end. Uh, they will fight with hand and toe, of course. And uh, but at the end, it will be uh, it is the most expensive piece of the head, uh, the overhead of the company uh, in the future. And uh, that uh, will also be a uh, uh, cut out as an, uh, a cost of the, the, the uh, there will be too much cost and uh, it will not uh, give uh, so much advantages of course there will be more profit uh, if you automate and that will go first to not to the, to the lower uh, level of the company but to the middle and the higher and then the higher uh, uh, level will see hey there's going too much to the middle let's cut there 
and cutting there will be easier than uh, cutting uh, before at the lower places. So they will they will not forget that, and uh, the profit will go even more up uh, to the investors and to the to the CEO and, uh, and the founders. So uh, at the end, of the founders for the founders it will be very easy to make a big comp uh, company service uh, or even making real products like the 3D printers. Uh, you need a designer, somebody who can uh, they call prompt engineer. So someone who can talk to an AI and ask the correct questions or uh, thing the customer wants of the, the people want, how to word that in a way that the AI can understand it and make exactly what the, the customer wants or the, 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 the initial person that they do does the request. So there has to be some translation and this translation is uh, a job will be called prompt engineer and I think that will be the future of, uh, of the, these people. These people have to be special because they need to know how the AI works, they need to know about the technology uh, uh, that is needed for uh, what uh, was requested by the customer, uh, uh, because the, the, the AI will be much smarter than them and the customer, so he has to translate it in a way that the AI can understand what the customer really needs, and if there is a, mis a miscommunication, he no must know how to uh, uh, reword his request so that it is exactly what the customer wants. So that will be a job in the future. That will be maybe if I'm already doing that with my AI systems. Uh, so uh, yes, that will be a, a, a job that will be uh, in the future something uh, that uh, will be done by engineers and other people. Uh, so I think the, for founders it will be much easier. It will be much easier to earn money. Uh, but also things will be much cheaper, so you will earn money but less. So uh, also easier to copy, but somebody, uh, if you set up a service, somebody in another country can easily copy your service. Uh, so there will be more, uh, uh, original plans will be more difficult, patenting will be more difficult, but creating uh, an ID and making it uh, from ID to something that is physical in the real world will be become much easier and that will be uh, again good for humanity it will make the quality of life better and uh, that is what is all about about uh, industry and about uh, the future so uh, we will see an, uh, an, 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 an possible uh, uh, improvement of the humanity by these AIs for the moment, uh, we don't know, <laughs> you can also use it for war and for bad things, but let's talk that uh, later. So uh, yes, so uh, the things that will influence our normal people, let's, let's end these three levels because we had it at the, the, the workfloor, the middle management, and we talked now a little bit about the, the, the higher uh, people that start companies. For those people it is all beneficial, uh, especially how high you go because it is easier. But for the lower people, they can look more on the quality. There will be less jobs, but I think uh, there are also less people. If you look at the demographics of a country like Germany, America, uh, not America, but uh, even uh, Japan and China, there are less younger people, uh, so they need to pay more tax to, to keep the people, all the people in, uh, uh, supplied by their services. But if you can cut in the services, if you can make it half the cost that it is now, so you only need half the people, young people. So the pyramid is now, it is like this high uh, for the, the older people that has to be support, but it goes like this for the young people. But if they can be more twice efficient, it still becomes high, you still get your pyramid. 
And I think that is the solution that Amer uh, Japan will do. They will make the people working in a company more uh, efficient uh, with the help of robots and AI. So they can do the service for less money. So all the people will pay less, half of the price what they price now. And that means they only need half of the, uh, the money to stay alive and to live in comfortable all day. Uh, also think about uh, farming if you can do that by robots and uh, the overhead you can cut and uh, the price of, uh, of producing food and electricity and all the other things you need as an older person to survive. You can uh, half and your pension stays the same, means you, you, you still go level up in your, in your older day. And that is, uh, that is AI can help in that. So that is good for all the people, so they don't have to be afraid for AI. Uh, I think they will make the older life more uh, secure, more safe, and also uh, more uh, worth living for, for the money, the little money they still have, because everything will become cheaper. That is also what uh, Ellen Muck said, we will have a uh, future of, uh, of sport, too much stuff for, for, for too cheap. And that is only good for older people and the demographic countries, demographic where there are more older people than younger people. But that is perfect. It is a perfect timing if, if this uh, can be realized in a few years. So the older people don't have to be afraid that they uh, don't have the money or that it will be too expensive to live on your old age because everything will become much cheaper. And so uh, the money they saved in their lives, even with the, the bad economy now, will be enough to live in the next 30, 40 years with the decreasing price of, uh, of all goods in the world and services in the world. So, uh, there is of course now a piece where we have to talk what are the disadvantages, the real big disadvantages. Uh, that is not only for, uh, for, for, uh, for, for companies, uh, so my uh, called steel man thinking now is positive. So there's all positive, uh, people that cannot work, they can look more on quality of life and uh, uh, the cost of living will be lower. So uh, houses will be lower because they will be 3D printed, everything will be 3D printed. So even if you don't have a job and you get like this basic uh, universal basic income, the money, even if it is so little, it will be enough to make a comfortable life until you find a job or something, eh? you become a prompt uh, engineer, uh, you can make some good money for a few years working. I think people maybe in the future have to work only 10 years, 15 years, then they can stop and then they have enough money to do whatever they want. Uh, but whatever they want, they can be start their own company, they can have an idea of a research, they want to find out the history of something or do some, uh, some uh, thing that uh, costs only money instead of that it uh, will, uh, will, will make a profit. For example, you want to know what is the origin of a special uh, dog, where does this dog come from? You, know, you study and you do research, you translate stuff from old scripture and you go to places all over the world to find out where the origin is of the dog. You write papers and that also helps of course the AI if later somebody wants to know about the dog. So it is also for uh, AI uh, interesting that people can spend the time to do the research they cannot do. They cannot do physical research. So maybe AI will pay people to do these all kinds of research projects. Maybe if you have like a very big good uh, contribution to uh, Wikipedia or to something, the AI will pay you for this knowledge. Or maybe uh, there is a, uh, an, uh, like the Nobel Prize, maybe AI will give some prizes away for people that do some breakthrough uh, research that helps the AI to make better decisions. 
or maybe you can even make that lower, uh, uh, lower level than the Nobel Prize. Maybe make not uh, 10 prizes or 120 prizes, but maybe half a million prizes all over the world. Somebody in Africa finds something that is very interesting about Africa or about what he finds. He gets some money. Uh, somebody in China or so all over the world, people find out things, add it to the internet. Internet can be searched by this, uh, by this AI, and AI can make better decisions. And better decisions, of course, has value, and this value, uh, he can, uh, he's non-profit because a rich AI cannot do anything with the money. Yeah, buy more memory, but that is not. <laughs> it is not a capitalistic person. The catalytical, uh, 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 it doesn't matter if an AI has one million on bank accounts or one trillion on bank accounts. He cannot spend the money, and so he can better uh, use that money to get more knowledge to get uh, people out of the, the chair, go outside and make some pictures or do something that help him to make better decisions and help other people. So uh, I will think we will see, uh, we will see that and uh, don't be worried about the, the uh, for those in, in this thinking you don't have to be afraid of AI. So the next talk we will talk about the negative things. As all things uh, in the technology, we will see, of course, uh, I have to look at the time, yes. We have a look, of course, uh, people will always misuse technology. Uh, the Nobel Prize, Peace Prize, uh, Peace Prize, all those prizes, this for the inventor of dynamite and killed more people than anywhere. So there are a lot of people that, uh, that refuse this prize because it is, uh, it, the money is based on a bad invention. Uh, AI. Uh, is it a bad invention? Uh, Elon Musk and also me, I think yes. Uh, it can do f much hurt. Uh, just imagine, uh, now we have this uh, replacement of uh, Hanabi uh, fireworks. Yeah, We don't use real fireworks, we use these drones in the air, say thousand drones with lights and we all look at it, oh it's pretty. Just imagine all those thousand drones as one hand grenade and you send it to the war front. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, you, they, All the technology is there. So yes, of course, AI, drones, uh, the delivery system for AI then in, in the war situation, or robots. Yeah, robots is nice, but the drone is of course much effective, effective. It is cheap. Just think about there was one movie. There was this container, uh, container, sea container with uh, three or three, three hundred drones in it, uh, controlled by an AI. They parked it somewhere, and uh, the, the president was walking outside with his bodyguards, and then these three hundred drones came to this group. Uh, with, with guns and with, with, with explosives, no way you can survive it. Yeah? Uh, so this is something really to think about and really uh, uh, something uh, scary. And that is uh, something also the people have to think about. So EMP uh, <laughs> weapons are needed to protect uh, important people by drone attacks, by swarm drone attacks. Eh? So maybe EMP uh, weapons uh, something for Elon Musk to develop with uh, DARPA. Yeah, for uh, to counter uh, really counter fight uh, AI and drones. Uh, also nice maybe to clean up uh, uh, launch places for uh, Starship. Uh, use EMP weapon <laughs> to shoot uh, not wanted uh, drones out of the air. Now uh, maybe also maybe lasers. <laughs> you had to, to talk uh, in old days laser uh, lasers on top of uh, sharks. Maybe you need uh, pigeons with uh, lasers on top of it to shoot down drones trained by humans or something, I don't know. But yes, uh, AI uh, can be used for war uh, in the air, 
on the ground uh, and the ground is I think uh, too much resistance robots why make a robot if you can use a drone uh, in underwater yes uh, drone cannot go underwater uh, it is not that difficult and you need only a few to, uh, smart uh, torpedo is much uh, cheaper than a whole submarine uh, yes uh, so there, uh, there uh, AI uh, will be uh, the way uh, to fight future wars uh, there are of course also AI methods to uh, combat this so there will be a combat uh, on the level of AIs and uh, methods uh, to how to use AIs in combat in, uh, I see we will see mainly in air I don't think uh, land war will be something for uh, in the future I think tanks and all those uh, and maybe also ships are, are, will be redundant I think everything will go in, in air with uh, AI uh, because it is uh, the cheapest uh, f form of transport for war. It doesn't have to be the cheapest, it is the easiest way to fight a war from the air, then uh, it's easier from land. Uh, you have an overview from top, uh, humans think two-dimensional. If you have the third dimension as an advantage, as a military game, uh, the battlefield, just think about it, you are fighting in, in the First World War at eye level, looking at the enemy. If you have now a drone that is thinking three-dimensional, flies over it to the enemy and no chance. So this is also the advantage of it. Just imagine if you have an AI system now uh, with uh, a hundred or a thousand drones at, the, at, during the Iran the, the Iraq war, the, the, the old war would end much faster. So yes, military it will have a big impact. Uh, also if the military you go out to space, it will have a big impact. Why send people uh, a spaceship with uh, life support if you can use some robots without life support? It, uh, the most expensive thing with space is the, the weight. Uh, the most weight for a uh, space travel are uh, all the conditions you need for humans. You need uh, pack food, oxygen, protection against solar radiation. All not needed. Just put some robot in AI, make a link to it, make some uh, artificial intelligent brain that helps uh, autonomous uh, thinking and movement, you're ready. It is weight is less, the price is less, uh, the risk is less. So we will see also uh, space be conquered by uh, AI and robots instead of humans. Uh, of course humans will also be there to oversee the job. So uh, the colonization will be first done by robots I expect. The first, pers the first person that would set a, a foot on the Mars will not be a human but a robot I think and uh, that's something to think about huh? gender? no not man or women robot first <laughs> maybe then dog, cat and as last human yeah? let's do that in this order uh, yes uh, so I think the, we will see uh, big advances in military uh, also cost reducing uh, that will mean uh, you will, it will be easier to fight wars for poorer countries so that will mean uh, the power countries now, there are only a few, will lose uh, control of some pieces of the world because uh, you don't need so much money to buy a thousand or uh, ten thousand drones, then you can take any country. Eh? Just imagine uh, Africa have uh, one million drones and it takes uh, Europe. <laughs> no chance. Yeah, it's not so expensive. So. There has to be some new technology uh, developed, and uh, that has to be, of course, kept secret uh, for the for the other rest of the world. So there will be some sec uh, some security there uh, that has to be think about, and also, of course, AI will help in that. So there will be a, f a new uh, way of fighting, and this will be because of 
generate new jobs. I think the jobs in the in the military will increase, so the the uh, the, the civilian jobs will diminish by AI. But I think the the jobs in military and protection um, they will increase a lot because you 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 have to be uh, at those systems at the edge of possibilities because you want to keep uh, your country secure and your technology secure and your investment as a country secure. So there it will be uh, very uh, difficult to uh, and dangerous uh, piece of the whole AI development. But that is something that is really needed. You cannot, you have to be first there, you have to really think now, you have to take now steps with this GDP stuff, you already have to do actions for military and for, for planning. So that is my uh, chapter about military. Uh, you can imagine if you have a few AIs in the world, like uh, China has its own system, America, Europe, maybe some other countries have their own AI systems and they start to fight against uh, each other, uh, that will be worse than human fighting against human. Because the, the fight will be about the resources for the AI to be functioning, and that will be uh, electricity, uh, you, uh, the, and, and other things that uh, also humans are depending on. So we don't also know we don't know how an AI fight an AI fights another AI. We don't know how how it, how that will be done. It can be that it, they destroy totally internet, so uh, or something else, uh, get out of uh, destroy all the satellites in orbit because so that they cannot communicate directly with each other because they are a threat to each other. We don't know what AI will do to fight another AI. And uh, must we think about that now? Uh, I think we have to start to think about this now. So this is also a job maybe for the UN, the United Nations. I think the United Nations is the only uh, organization on this planet that uh, can uh, speak and uh, can think. Uh, there is all, there all the countries in the world are united with. Uh, as we have an, uh, an pact against nuclear bombs, uh, and treaties, I think we have to make uh, as soon as possible a treaty for AI uh, that uh, there is some uh, control and that uh, if it goes wrong, uh, countries uh, must help each other to switch off uh, AIs in their own country or in another country uh, because if they are loose and start to uh, do strange things uh, that humans cannot control, uh, whole humanity can be uh, in on risk and I think that if that is the case uh, we all have to help each other, even if there is a uh, thing going wild in China. Uh, China must not be uh, uh, covering it up. I think they have to help, uh, ask directly help for other countries to, to shut it down if they cannot uh, shut it down. And of course, if uh, uh, we, uh, we in the West have a problem, we have to ask other countries also to do that, to help us and at least notify them, because we don't know what they are doing. They can uh, make a war or uh, deep fakes, they can do something that they think, oh, America is doing, uh, is telling this about China or the, they feel, uh, another country feels attacked, but it's not attacked by the country, but it's attacked by an AI that's going rogue. So, uh, I think for this uh, case, uh, and also the possibility now of deep fakes and all these uh, uh, possibilities that you can use AIs to manipulate media and uh, voices can be uh, can be uh, 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 almost 100% uh, 
uh, simulated or even pictures. You can make, a, for example, a, a news break from CNN that looks CNN that Biden says that they declare the war on Russia and they will launch tomorrow uh, rockets, nuclear rockets to Russia. And AI can do that already now. And then Putin sees this, he scares, and then the, the AI hacks the computers in Russia and they see an attack and they launch. And in reality, nothing happened. And then, of course, America sees these rockets coming and they launch back, eh, like, like war games. So this can happen, and we are not so far away from this uh, happening. So I think we need something like the UN, and uh, I think uh, also countries, uh, there is a war between Russia and America, there's uh, some competition about uh, China. I think those big countries, have uh, those, those nuclear countries, have to talk with each other over the possibility that AI can fake something. And if this is the case, they have to help each other. And uh, uh, so they have to, like, uh, we have, uh, if you log in in the system, you have to verify it with your phone that it is really correct. And I think they have to also uh, find a way that they can verify if they see something, even if it is a phone call, that it is really the person or president or government saying that and not something else uh, making the suggestion. I have to check something. Uh, so, this will, this is advanced. Uh, it sounds crazy for people, and uh, of course, for me it also crazy, it's like a science fiction book, but uh, this is the reality we are living in, people. Uh, there is a big possibility that uh, in a few years, we will, uh, we, there will be an, uh, 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 it can be an attack, of something strange is going to happen, and uh, a big accident or something, and it is caused by a, a rogue AI. And people will uh, be uh, be scared, of course, uh, uh, amazed that this can happen, and that there is no organization to, uh, to to monitor this. But then you're already too late, because before this uh, this organization for monitoring these problems is created, it will take a few years. And if there is already an, an AI out there that can do uh, te these terrible things. It iterates so fast that in a few weeks, in a few months, uh, it is a hundred times or fifty times more worse, and more cap capable than the than the old version, eh? the versioning version. It, it goes crazy. So uh, that is my uh, end of this talk. Uh, I uh, there must be a solution uh, for this problem uh, for runaway uh, AIs that the big governments in the world have to solve. They have to talk about it. Uh, scientists, uh, uh, I think they don't play any role. Uh, it has to be uh, a, govern a government, an uh, international government, like UN. Those people have to talk. Science can say anything, it's 100 years away, or 10 years away, or it will not be so there is now a very good possibility that it is possible. When it doesn't matter, we already now have to start as soon as possible for an organization that uh, is prepared for something going wrong with an AI. And uh, it, it, can be w it is worse than a nuclear bomb because it can use nuclear bombs as a means for, uh, for, for, for what it wants. So, uh, I hope uh, it doesn't scare a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> this. Uh, this uh, podcast, I will give a warning, uh, uh, cautious uh, listening to this, uh, because 
in the beginning it is very easy, very nice, and now at the end it sounds very uh, depressing for people maybe, and maybe very scary, uh, but what already in the beginning of the talk said, it can also improve the quality of life, and it is also the solution for the demographics that people are getting older, and the survival of the West is, is very dependent on AI. The only thing that we need to do is we need to control it, and that is a task for the, the, the rich uh, people and the, the not the rich people, the rich the big organizations, the, also the rich people and the big governments that they come together for this pro problem and speak in a round table, maybe at Bilderberg Davos, talk about uh, this problem in those groups and find a solution for this and uh, use the UN, I think that's the best way uh, to, uh, to address this and uh, uh, avoid these problems uh, in, a po in a possible future. So that's the end. Uh, my next talk uh, uh, will be about a, another subject, uh, I hope not so depressing as this one, but uh, yeah, uh, I think a lot of uh, future seers were wrong and that it is much going much faster than they all thought. But that's it. This is the second uh, episode of the podcast, uh, Understanding Elon Musk. Uh, you would think, what has Elon Musk to do with this? I think uh, he was the initiator of uh, OpenAI. And uh, you can see that uh, OpenAI chatbot uh, GDP now is in the news. So he already warned the world for AI. So I think he also has to uh, step in and uh, help out with the problems uh, and not leave it to... Uh, to Microsoft and uh, Google. Uh, he has a platform, uh, Twitter, and I think he has to also, uh, uh, he will probably also use this or want to use this. So I think he has to come uh, sit uh, at the round table for the companies that are involved uh, for securing uh, an AI. And uh, I hope uh, we will hear something about that uh, in Twitter or that the discussion will start soon. That's the end from part two. Have a nice day and uh, don't worry, don't panic.